Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Continuing coverage now, more family members associated with the Wagners take the witness stand against George Wagner IV. Can you tell us what your relationship was like with Angela? <laughs> I did not like her. And, and why was that? She was so judgmental. She would judge people and she had more skeletons in her closet than anybody. Now, during cross-examination, Chris Newcomb told defense attorney John Parker that George Wagner is like the brother he always wanted. He had far less kind things to say about Jake. If I'd have had Jake in front of me at the time, I'd have probably beat him to an inch of his life. Okay. Why? Something like that should have never been done, ever. That is a monstrous act, in my opinion. Even Shakespeare compared the trial to a grand stage that people kind of present on. The only difference is, is, you know, at the end of the play, you're going to go home. But with this case, they could wind up going to death row. This is the Pike to the Massacre, Return to Pike County. Season 4, Episode 15, Just Like the Movies. I'm Courtney Armstrong, a television producer at KT Studios with Stephanie Lidecker and Jeff Shane. The murder trial of George Wagner IV, taking place in the Little Red Courthouse in Waverly, Ohio, continues. 
A fall chill is beginning to grip the small town with overcast skies and temperatures in the low 50s. There's a promise of a much more biting winter ahead. In the biggest criminal proceeding in Ohio's history, Special Prosecutor Angie Canepa is seeking justice for the execution-style murders of eight members of the Roden, Gilly, and Manley families in 2016. It's been a profoundly emotional trial as the Roden family members and friends have been forced to relive the earth-shattering murders that left their family in ruins. Murders that George Wagner IV's defense team claims he had nothing to do with. George Wagner has pled not guilty to all charges, as has his father, Billy Wagner, whose trial is upcoming. George's brother, Jake, and his mother, Angela, have already pled guilty. While it's true that there's been little hard evidence tying George Wagner to the actual crime scenes, Prosecutor Canepa has mounted a strong argument that the Wagners did everything as an inextricable unit. Today ushers in several critical new witnesses, including Angela Wagner's half-brother, Chris Newcomb. They share a mother, Rita Newcomb, but Chris is 20 years Angela's junior. Technically, he's Jake and George Wagner's uncle, but they're so close in age, they're more like brothers. Newcomb wears a gray shirt, black sweatshirt, and has a thick tuft of hair on his chin. Here he is being examined on the stand. Can you tell us the dynamics between your uh, sister Angela and her two sons, Jake and George? How would you describe that relationship? On her part, controlling is all get out. Okay. Tell me about that. What, what do you mean by controlling as all get out? She told him to jump, they jump. I think that's the way I can put that. Did Towards she also her. try to exact control over you? Well, she try tried to, to several times. Okay. And specifically, um, would she try to exert control over you regarding your children or how you were... She did a few times till I told her certain things. Yeah, I ain't gonna say exactly what I said to her, but <laughs> just, just respond to the question. Okay, so um, she attempted to, but she was not successful with, with, in that regard. Yeah. Correct. Okay. And can you tell us what her relationship was like with Billy? Yeah, give me a minute. Uh, Dysfunctional? Sound about right? Give okay. or take somewhere in there. And why do you say that? Well, if you know Billy, you, you pretty much know why it was dysfunctional. <laughs> okay. And so, so go ahead and tell me about that. Tell me about um, your observations or your um, experience with Billy. He's about as useless as tits on a bore hole. Okay. I'm sorry. Am I allowed to say that? Yes. I'm sorry. And and why why do you say that specifically? Lazy, didn't want to do nothing, always running his mouth, always scheming on some way or another. Okay. Grinded his teeth beyond recognition. That's enough to drive anybody crazy. Chris Newcomb was woven into the Wagner family fabric. He bought amphetamines for Billy Wagner and guns for George. And specifically, um, did you ever help George locate a 40 caliber Glock? Yes. Tell me about that, what you recall from that. He asked me to try to find him a 40 caliber Glock. He said it'd probably be a hard one to find. 
I ended up finding one. The guy had it in, I want to say he lived in Hillsborough, but I'm not 100% sure on, certain on that. Through a Facebook marketplace, I messaged him. Then I messaged George, told him what it was. Uh, he said, we'll try to get it if you can. He said, if not, don't worry about it. I tried to get it, and I ended up getting it, and we ended up meeting in uh, a truck stop right down there by the Peebles. As we'll learn, a Glock magazine was found among the murder weapons that were discovered by investigators. It was hidden in a concrete bucket at the bottom of a pond at the Wagner's Flying W farm. When Chris Newcomb first learned of the Wagner's possible involvement in the homicides, and the Wagner's asked him not to cooperate with the BCI, he was devastated. Was there ever a time that Jake or George or Angela told you not to talk to BCI? Yes. And who told you that? Angela, Jake, George. You became aware um, that Jake uh, pled guilty in this case, correct? Yep. Okay. Prior to that point, had you more or less defended them? Yes, I did. And can you tell us um, how you felt um, at that time? Enraged. Okay. Tell me about that. If I'd have had Jake in front of me at the time, I'd have probably beat him to an inch of his life. I would have believed a thousand times my family had nothing whatsoever to do with this. And then it just made me look like the biggest idiot coming and going whenever Jake came out and confessed to it. And I just felt... I can't think of the right word. I want to say a certain word, but I can't think of what it is. Try to think of the word I'm looking for. Betrayed. But Newcomb took pains to paint George Wagner in a more favorable light than the rest of his family. According to Chris, George was fun and laid back. He loved whipping around on his ATV until he was covered head toe in mud. Jake, on the other hand, was uptight and irascible about everything particularly people treading dirt onto his truck. Here's Stephanie and Jeff. Hearing Chris Newcomb say the word betrayed, I mean, that's really the word that probably sums it up best. Here, your very best friend in all of the world, someone you consider like a brother. You defend them to the death again and again and again, and then you find out that they were all lying to you? Yeah, and I feel like Chris Newcomb's testimony really paints a good contrast of the personality differences between Jake's controlling nature, kind of being similar to Angela in that way, and George being so different from members of his family. He could seem like a character witness for George Wagner, because as we know, you know, he considered him a brother and was shocked and in almost disbelief that he could be involved with these murders. And that they would actually do something that in many ways harmed his own mother, Rita Newcomb, who's also Angela's mother. He said it here on the podcast last season that he'll never forgive his half-sister, Angela Wagner, for what she did to his mother. I mean, even just being in the courtroom and seeing George for the very first time after all of these years, knowing what he's standing accused of, knowing that his testimony is also a part of that trial that's going to frankly be used against him. That's a hard line to walk. Yes, yeah, there's been a few people that we've talked to over the years that have kind of had to grapple with what they knew about the Wagners versus what they're accused of doing. And I think Chris Newcomb really encapsulates this. And we hear in his testimony, I mean, I think he really wavers on his feelings toward the family. In the cross-examination, defense attorney John Parker drew a stark dividing line between the Wagner brothers. George and Jake, are they the same? No. 
explain that if you could. Night and day. Night and day. Yep. Can you give me some more details how George is different than Jake? Me and him, we vibed a lot better because we like both like about the same things. Okay. We had a lot of the same interests. Uh, Jake, not so much. All right. It's, we was all like brothers, yes. He was like the brother that I always wanted. Jake was like the brother I wish I never had. <laughs> and if you needed something in the middle of the night, could you call George? Absolutely. He'd show up in the middle of the night? Absolutely. No questions asked. Angie Canepa, however, was quick to diffuse any notion that George was all that different from the rest of the Wagner clan. And you indicated that Jake would basically fall into line pretty quickly with Angela, correct? Yes. Um, but George might push back a little more. He would. He'd push back. Okay. In the end, would he still do what his mother told him to do? Most of the time, yeah. Okay. So he'd argue, but in the end, he would do what she said. Yeah. Okay. And again, the first time they went to Alaska, was that as a family? Yes. All four of them? Yes. Okay. And when they went back to Alaska, again, it was all four of them as a family, correct? All four of them plus the kids, you know. Plus the two kids, right? Okay. And during uh, George's adult life, have you ever known him not to live with his mother and his brother? No. One thing Jake and George did see eye to eye on was their favorite movie and TV show. According to Chris Newcomb, they were Boondock Saints and The Walking Dead. And it was both Jake and George who said that their favorite movie was Boondock Saints. Pretty sure. And can you tell us generally what the theme of that movie is? Um, two brothers and their idiot friend uh, kill a bunch of mafia guys and hitmen and anybody had anything to do with the mafia. And in one of the series, does the father also join them? That's Boondock Saints too, yeah. Can you tell us, um, was there a time that you saw both Jake and George with their hair dyed dark? Yes. Okay. And can you tell, tell me how you remember that? I, they just showed up at the house one day and I told them it, uh, it looked stupid or dumb. And was there any comment made by either one of them explaining um, why they had dyed their hair? Jake was laughing, said, uh, don't you think I look like Daryl? And I told him, nope, not even close. <laughs> and who is Daryl? A uh, character off The Walking Dead. Okay. And that character is played by Norman Reedus, correct? Yes. And he also plays one of the brothers in Boondock Saints, correct? Yes. And can you remember when that was in relation to the homicides, when you saw them with their hair dyed? I can't remember. It was right before or right after, somewhere around in there. Okay. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. During her questioning, Kanepa showed a clip from Boondock Saints to the jury. Law & Order crime reporter Anjanette Levy, who has been following the case from the beginning and was in the courtroom, explains. The Boondock Saint clip, we kind of knew a long time ago from seeing some court records that that was somehow relevant or the prosecution believed that was pertinent to the case or had some something to do with the case. And it's just like this clip of, uh, I guess, a Mexican man um, holding up two Colt 1911 22 calibers with silencers on them and saying, ding dong, mother effer. So there are two brothers in that movie who are twins and they go out on this vigilante killing spree in the name of religion. And Chris Newcomb testified that this was Jake and George's favorite movie. So we think that the prosecution is going to say, hey, this is, you know, something they liked. This is something that influenced them. Here again, Stephanie and Jeff. These movie references and the fact that George and Jake both dyed their hair black has gotten a lot of play throughout this trial. And on the one hand, yeah, of course, it's very interesting and strange and scary. On the flip of that, does that really count as major evidence? We've heard a lot over the years about various criminals being influenced by the media, whether it be a violent video game or a scary movie. And I think this is a, a perfect example of the prosecution really making a meal of that. And whether or not it actually was an influence, it's like you said, Steph, very hard to prove in court. And there's a million holes you could poke in it. Again, it does make it interesting. You could see the movie. You can see this playing out like a movie. But this is real life. The stakes are so high. 
I had a conversation with Jason Flom, founding board member of The Innocence Project, host of the hit podcast Wrongful Conviction, and producer of the podcasts Bone Valley and the newly released War on Drugs. I asked him first about his connection to the movie Boondock Saints. I think I was working at Atlantic Records at the time, but I don't remember which label it was, to be fair, because, you know, my day job is and has been as a music executive. Now it seems like I'm more well-known for criminal justice reform work, but I have been in the music business since I was 18 years old, and that's a lot of years. Anyway, so I was working at a label, and um, Boondock Saints came to my attention. The singer, Troy, had written this script that had become the object of a huge bidding war in Hollywood. I learned that he had a band by the same name uh, as the movie and the script, and which was called the Boondock Saints. So naturally, I was curious because this seemed like such an, like almost a too good to be true story, bartender, bidding war, you know, the whole thing. So I don't remember how I first got in touch with them, but somehow and uh, ended up meeting with the guys. I think I may have seen them play. And I was impressed and the music was good. So I signed them to a record deal. Can you talk a little bit about the cultural relevancy of the movie? I mean, it was a phenomenon that's obviously still talked about today. Yeah. The movie, you know, became this, I guess you could call it a cult classic. I I don't know how else to refer to it. I think in terms of its impact relative to its commercial success, you'd put it at the top of that sort of matrix, right? Where it's been talked about and continues to be talked about in shows like yours for the most random of reasons. And it's such a crazy coincidence that I have the connection to the Boondock Saints. And because I've always been a, you know, a rock guy, I've always liked rock and roll music. I always I've signed rock and roll music throughout my career. It's amazing that this movie has resonated when how many tens of thousands of movies have been made since then. And many of them are, you know, have, Lots of guns and lots of shootings, lots of violence and lots of everything that the, Bo- the Boondock Saints has. But this one, for some reason, has really stuck in the zeitgeist. What are your thoughts about the fact that the prosecution in a, a murder trial is playing a clip of the movie? Specifically, they play the uh, ding dong motherfucker portion of it. And also, you know, what they're saying is that the Wagner's the family that specifically Jake who admitted to murdering five of the eight murderers that he watched it right before to get psyched up quote for the murders. I mean, that is a sort of a dirty trick that's used, you know, now I guess it's a hot topic because it's used in these trials where they're actually almost trying hip hop artists on their lyrics, right? They're using those as like evidence when it's art, you know, it's like, it's not, it's not an affidavit. Like David Bowie sang a song about being an astronaut, but he wasn't an astronaut, right? Nobody's confused about that. The idea that these things can or should be used in a court of law strikes me as absurd. And maybe that's too kind of a word. You know, you look back on cases like the West Memphis Three, right, where the idea that they liked heavy metal music was a big, they had no evidence against them. It's hard for me to see how that's relevant. To me, it seems, whether it happened or not, just so besides the point, and the relevancy in a court of law seems insane to me. I think it's a very cynical way of prosecutors trying to 
manipulate juries into believing what they want them to believe. Often, not in this case necessarily, but in many cases, often because they have no evidence against the person like the West Memphis Three. But more recently, you know, we did a podcast on my show, Wrongful Conviction. We covered um, the case of Patty Pruitt. Maggie Freeling hosted that episode. And Patty Pruitt was was and is an innocent woman in Missouri who's been in prison for 36 years. And the only evidence they really had against her was the fact that she liked to read crime novels. I mean, that's what people read. They read romance novels. They read crime novels. It doesn't mean anything. It just means that's what they like to read. So, you know, the idea that they were able to weaponize the fact that she enjoyed books by whether it's Scott Patterson or Scott Turo or John Grisham is so you know, it would be laughable if it wasn't so sinister. And I think there's a line. It's not the same, but there's a line between these things. And I hope that people that are listening to us now, when they serve on juries, will remember this and discount any sort of nonsense that's thrown their way along these lines. Again, much has been made in court about the fact that Jake and George dyed their hair black allegedly to look like Norman Reedus and Boondock Saints. You know, do you think that should be a topic of conversation in a murder trial or? Then let's say they dyed their hair blonde to look like the guy in Fast Times at Richmond High, right? I mean, like, you know, does that mean that they didn't do it? Because if one is true, then shouldn't the other be true? I mean, what what does that have to do with anything? It all comes back to the same thing, which is that, you know, one of the reasons why I do this work and why I think this platform is so important and the podcasting platform is so important is because we need to have a more educated and more skeptical pool of jurors who will look at actual evidence instead of hyperbole, insinuation, and other sorts of nonsense, like I said, that's thrown their way, and then make judgments on the facts. And if I could encourage people that are listening, serve on juries, number one. Don't throw out that jury duty note. Serve on juries. It's a. It's not just a responsibility. It's a, It should be an honor. And second of all, when you do, remember, the, the standard is and must be beyond a reasonable doubt. And the other phrase to remember is innocent until proven guilty, not the other way around. Just because somebody's sitting in a defendant's chair and just because there's people in uniforms or in suits and ties or in lab coats that are saying, yep, um, you know, Courtney did it because we say so. And that's not that's not it. Unfortunately, it seems like the situation has gotten it, it, it certainly doesn't feel like it's getting better, but it almost feels like it's it's just at a very low bar. What happens in our courtrooms we should expect that our elected prosecutors or judges or um, appointed or whatever they may be would adhere to a standard that is, you know, the, the ideal that, you know, the justice with the scales and the blindfold and the, the, that's the standard. I hope I live long enough to see it where we have a system that really does it, at least does its best to get it right. Following testimony about the Boondock Saints and potential relevancy of the hair dye, there was also discussion of the profile picture George Wagner began to use after the murders. It was a depiction of a one-eyed wolf. 
Whether or not George Wagner was aware of it, wolves are native symbols of loyalty and close family ties. And was there also um, something that you saw on Facebook that, looking back? Uh, there was a profile picture on Facebook. And what was that? Uh, wolf missing an eye. And why did that, when looking back, what, what significance did that have to you? Just uh, kind of ironic, I guess you could call it. And why was it ironic? Because it was a wolf shot in the face. And... Were you aware of one of the victims being shot in the eye? Yes. Okay. And whose profile was that? George's. I have no other questions at this time, Your Honor. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Joseph Morgan has doubts about whether Chris Newcomb's testimony bolstered the prosecution's case. You know, you think well, when they got back to their office, the prosecution look at one another and say, "Yeah, I, I don't necessarily know if Mr. Newcomb was the best best witness for us in this case, because you know when you you know you begin to paint George per this guy's testimony as uh, not the monster." that perhaps the prosecution wanted him painted as. I don't know that he necessarily helped the prosecution's case. 
More on that next time. I continued my conversation with Jason Flom, specifically his thoughts on people who have been wrongfully convicted. The only thing I'll add is that for for the audience, you have such an awesome audience, and you know, for them, I'll say, if you don't think this can happen to you, this can happen to you. And if you don't believe me, listen to Wrongful Conviction. You'll see. It's like these stories are just absolutely mind-boggling. In fact, start with the Patty Pruitt episode. Your, your head will explode, and you'll want to literally jump on a turnpike and drive to Missouri and protest. Like, what is this woman doing in prison? It doesn't make any freaking sense. And that's true of every episode that we covered. I can sincerely say I love your shows. They're beautifully done. And as a listener, I really appreciate everything you do. We're all in this together. And, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of, of where we're at. And, you know, with Bone Valley being such a big hit. And I'm sure a lot of the fans of Pike and Massacre are probably fans of Bone Valley as well. And now we have our new show, The War on Drugs, that just dropped today. So very excited about this 2023. We're going to we're going to continue to influence hearts and minds. And it's interesting because your show is sort of the almost like a counterpoint. But at the same time, even though it seems overwhelmingly likely that they got the right people here in your show, it's still an incredible expose of how busted up the system is in Ohio and elsewhere. So I'm really proud of the work that you guys do. Thank you so much, Jason, really. For more information on the case and relevant photos, follow us on Instagram at KT underscore studios. The Piketon Massacre is produced by Stephanie Lidecker, Jeff Shane, Alan Weeder, Andrew Arnau, Gabriel Castillo, and me, Courtney Armstrong. Editing and sound design by Jeff Twa. Music by Jared Astin. The Piketon Massacre is a production of iHeartRadio and KT Studios. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Please welcome our Pike County Dogwood Festival Queen. Lord, I just thank you for bringing us all together as a community. Who could have killed eight family members in one night? I lost my best friend. And I'll never be the same because of that day. Four crime scenes, no DNA, no witnesses. The killer left those children laying in their mother's blood. The word that comes to mind is overkill. Who was the mastermind? I'm telling you, if they frame us, I'm not sitting in prison. One thing I learned, the smaller the town, the bigger the secrets. Be sure to watch our upcoming documentary, The Pike County Murders of Family Massacre, premiering on NBC Universal's Oxygen Network and also streaming on Peacock this Thanksgiving Day weekend, November 24th and November 25th. Please check your local listings, and our hearts are with the Rodins and the Gilly families. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. 
Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.